All right, y'all. So this week is uh, just me. So I'm going to tell everybody to sit back and relax. You're going to hear me talk for a quick tick. Let's see if we can get through this, all right? So with that being said, y'all. I come from a place where you ain't supposed to make it. A place where you die if you don't know the basics. A place where they race you off for survival and love don't exist much. Some lost hope feeling like even Jesus can't assist us. Shit. Love you killing them. Now I done took it out of town And showed these other cities how the DB getting down Where my credit at? Niggas try to play me like a nobody Now I gotta make a Mac right like I'm Yo Gotti Oh man, much love to the DJs Who play a nigga shit and run it back like a replay Couple of them tried to make me pay What? Bet you when I blow, they be all on my nuts Fuck them. I don't need radio to win Got the streets, got the strippers And my niggas in the pen And they all wanna see a nigga make it If a chance, make a champion in my nigga All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of the I'm Not As Think As A Drunk I Am podcast featuring the Sandwich Group. This is your royal ratchetness, your reverend ratchet, your main man's cat. This is Big Mo Bass in the world, baby. This is Rudy the motherfucking menace. You can't count a clown, yo. Episode numero 178, I believe. And um, Merry Christmas, bitches. Uh, <laughs> it is, if you're listening to this, it is the, the, December the 26th, the day after Christmas. Um, I hope everybody had a uh, a good Christmas. I hope you guys enjoyed your time with your family. I hope you guys are able to uh, eat good, if nothing else. Um, I know me myself. It's been a very uh, eventful Christmas. Um, I know a lot of us uh, spent time and um, reminiscing with the voodoo episodes, and uh, some people took it a little harder than others, and some appreciated it. I think everybody appreciated it for the most part, but I think that there were a few that um, was a little bit harder on, just depending on how close you were to voodoo. Um. But yeah, so we, we we made it through his first year of his uh of his death and uh we here. We here with it. Um I know for me myself the uh the um Christmas was not the Christmas I was anticipating. I'm not a Christmas guy as it is. You guys know I'm more of a Grinch anyways. I don't really do too much of uh celebrating and you know all the i whatever i'm not just you know it's, it's for the kids but um it's been a very eventful last couple of days and uh today i was hit with some news that uh i really wasn't ready for but i mean it is what it is um yeah anyway let's go over that um I just want to touch real quick on um, one topic in general because this was it was really on my head a lot today. Um, I was laughing and joking with my kids earlier because we was oh we was watching something. I forgot what movie it was. My son had wanted to watch something, and uh, mind you, I'm over at my ex wife's house with uh, my daughter and my son, and 
um, well, when I woke, when I got there in the morning, it was just my son was there. Um, his mother and uh, my daughter had stepped out to take care of something. And um, it was just him and I chilling for a minute, a couple hours. And um, I threw a turkey in the oven, got the cooking and whatnot, and, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, but anyway, either way, at the end of the day, we had um, we had sat down and started watching a movie. And halfway through the movie, his mother and sister come back. And they sat down and they was watching a movie with us. So we watched a couple of movies t- uh, t- today. And um, the, the first movie we had seen is what started this conversation that I'm taking forever to get to. Oh, uh, uh, it was, I, and I can't remember the name of the movie, like for the life of me. Matter of fact, hold on, let me, <clears throat> we about to see right now. Let me, let me call my boy. Hopefully he answer. Hello. What's up, kid? What's up, hey, listen, uh, you're on the podcast right now, but I wanted to ask you real quick. What mm-hmm. was the name of the movie that we had watched it earlier today with the former and the explorer? Uh... Oh, the Clay. Yes, the Clay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clay family or whatever. What was the name of the movie? Bravaria. Bravaria. Yeah. That's the name of the movie. Bravaria. Yeah, think. You think you don't know? Uh, I think it was Bravaria though. Bravaria. Yeah, I think. Okay. All right. How do you think you don't want to pick the movie out? I don't remember. How you don't remember? You're a bad son. Go to your room. You're uh, grounded. Uh, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> what, what you doing right now, kid? But me and her about to watch a movie. I'm about to go to bed I'm tired. Okay, well, uh, before you lay down, you want to say hello to everybody in the podcast because we're, uh, we're recording right now. You're on the podcast right now. Yeah. So you want to say hello to all your fans, to your millions and millions of fans. Nice. I got millions. I got billions. Oh, billions. My bad. My bad. I didn't mean to disrespect you. I'm sorry, good sir. All right. We'll go ahead and do your thing, kid. And uh, I'll just get at you tomorrow, all right? All right. Oh, Papa. If you say good afternoon, I'm going to beat you. Dang it. <laughs> good evening. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> All right, kid. Love you, kid. Love you, too. All right. Bye. All right, so there you go. Bravaria was the name of the movie. Um. Anyway, in the movie, um, in the movie, the the father was a uh, was an explorer, and he was like the man's man and the tough guy, and you know, whole shebang and ah, uh-uh. and he had his son who he was dragging along with him, trying to get him to be a man's man and explorer and all of that as well, right? Um, but the son didn't want to do that; he wanted to be his own thing, so he ended up becoming a farmer, and the father ended up going missing for like twenty five, thirty years, something like that. And um, 
eventually, you know, the, the, the son grew up to become a man, did his own thing, was a very, very successful farmer, and, you know, planted this one plant that ended up making a, a, a renewed energy and whatever, like biodiesel, whatever. You know, it's all futuristic shit anyway. It's cartoon. But uh, the plant was like a fuel base and um, changed, revolutionized everything. So he now had a son. And the same thing, he was repeating the same mistakes. He wanted his son to become a former like he was, and the son wasn't trying to hear that. So, anyways, they fast forward and, and end up reuniting with the father on an adventure and whatever, whatever. And um, they was talking. The, the, the father, now grandfather, and the father, who was the son, was talking. And they was arguing over the grandson and son. So... I got to talking to my kids. That, that sparked the conversation because they were, they were, they were, my son was like, yeah, that's Papa in the movie talking about the Explorer. And I was like, what you mean? And he goes, look, he, he's not going to cry and he's always tough and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, huh, that's, that's, that's what you, you feel, you know? And then, and <clears throat> there was another video that I'm playing a second that I got to give a shout out to uh, Santiago. Santiago, what's going on, brother? Um, you know, I appreciate you sending me all the videos, the TikToks and whatnot. But there's one in particular he has sent to me that goes along with what I'm talking about. And matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play that video right now. And um, let me open up my TikTok. And um, I mean, yeah, let, me, let me play that one right now. Because that one goes along a lot along the lines of everything that I'm talking about right now. So here we go. Here we go. Let's see. When it comes to our cultural identity, where do you feel we see things different? Music. Music and vulnerability. Vulnerability is something that I feel we have never been able to express healthily on a two-way street. It's always been I can talk to you, it's seldom you can talk to me. I've always felt like I can be open and vulnerable with you, but I've always gotten the sense of closedness with you. Like you're honest with me. I don't ever feel like you're lying to me, but I feel like you don't tell me everything. And I think, you know, this would be a good chance for you to try. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, hide anything. It's just like, uh, the way I was raised, you cannot show weakness. You can't. And that's the mentality. That's the issue, is that vulnerability is weakness. You can't show that. So, <clears throat> that video right there was a son, the son and the father talking. And they're both Latino. And you, you hear the father say that you, you can't show that. He was raised not to be vulnerable. And that goes into what I was trying to point that I'm trying to get to is that my son made the comment that the the brave explorer, the father, the grandfather in the movie was this tough guy. And he he saw me in that character and was like, that's Papa. And my daughter instantaneously co-signed. Now, mind you, the, the, the age difference between my kids is my, my son is 11 years old. All right. My daughter, who you heard him say, me and Hyla, um, you know, that's what he, that's what he calls uh, his sister, my daughter. Um, 
she's 20, 20 years old. And for both of them to instantaneously agree that that's me, you know, I was like, huh? And I asked them, I was like, I said, why y'all say that? And they was like, cause you're always just this big guy and you're always tough and strong and this, this, uh, uh. and as they ran down the characteristics of everything that they seen in me into the character was, um, it was, I guess it was a little eye opening for me. I know my children don't see me as a threat. Okay. And um, my son was even made the comment. He was like, you know, I know you're mean, but you're never mean to us. And I told him, I said, yeah, I said, because you never get to see that version of me. You've only ever seen the Papa version. That's all you will ever get because you are my kids. You guys have that special place. And then even even their mother had chimed in and she was like, I ain't never seen you. Ah, ah, ah. And I again, again, I looked at her and I said, yeah, because you've only ever seen the man that was dating you, the man that was your husband, the man that is now your ex-husband. So I don't, again, I don't treat you in the same demeanor as I do the rest of the world. But there's a, a vast difference. And then they started talking about different instances where they seen a little aspect of it. My daughter was like, I remember the one time when daddy got into a fight and he beat up that one guy on the street and da, 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 da. And then my son's like, yeah. And I remember when Papa got into a fight with his brother and, and it, it, you know, they, they just, they just started, you know, making all these, these, these small little glimpses that they had of the man and version of cat that, the world gets. And that's what I told him. I said, you guys, you guys will never see that full version of me because you are not the world. You guys are, you guys are my world, you know? And it, it, it goes into what that video I played says that I've never lied to my kids. I don't. And that's something I pride myself on. I tell them the truth all the time. Nah, they may not get the entire truth because it's not their business or they don't have the need to know it all. But I'm not going to lie to them. Like, you know, they, they've known, they know I've been shot. They know I've been stabbed. They see the wounds. They feel the divots in my bones, the broken bones, the missing bones. Um, they hear the clicks and clanks of my joints. Like, so they don't never... Um, I've never lied to them about how I grew up and, and where, where I've come from, what, what made me, me, you know? And that's even like, even we, we laugh a little bit because, <clears throat> um, my, my daughter and my son both emulate my accent a little bit. And, um, they say a couple of key words that they done hurt for me over the years. And, uh, I laugh cause like, you ain't never, neither one of them, neither one of them has ever, stepped a foot into new york never 
but they they pick up a little bit of the accent just because they've been around me since forever, you know? And I laugh at that because it's like you 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 see them reflecting me, you know? And 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 it's it makes me laugh, it's entertaining to me. Um I love my kids. I just had that that, that thought. I I love my kids. I do. I really do. Um, but like I was telling them that you know they they'll never get that full version of me. And like, like I said, like I was I was saying that I don't hide things from them. But at the same token, I don't give them the full truth because it's not their business to know everything that goes along with whatever it is that I'm doing or what I'm saying. And um, it's. I, I can't, I can explain why, but I can't, I can't explain why. And it's like, for me, my daughter had to tell me some news today. And this is not the first time that she has gone in a roundabout way to tell me something. And when I had asked her, like, yo, well, why, why don't you talk to me about, about certain things? It's because she's afraid. And then she told me, she's like, daddy, she goes, I'm, and she told me today, she was like, daddy, I'm afraid. I, 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 have, I, I fear you. And I'm like, really? She goes, yeah. She's like, I'll tell mama. That's fine. No problem. But I, I, I just don't want to tell you. She's like, I'm afraid of you. And then my son, the same thing. He was like, yeah, he goes, cause papa, you're scary. And, and all, all of this transpired over, over the events of today. And which is why I'm talking about this now at 1134 PM, Sunday, December 25th. And y'all listening to this Sunday, December 26th, 8 a.m. But to hear to hear my kids say that they fear me because of my stature and the way that I carry myself. And even my son was telling me the other day that he was feeling down but didn't want to say nothing to me because he didn't want me to think him weak and... I got told him, I said, don't, don't ever feel that you cannot have emotion. Don't feel that you can't process feelings. That even if you got to cry, cry. That's not weak. That's strength. And, you know, we, we had a conversation about it, but it's just weird to me that the perception that they have, well, it's not weird, but the perception that they carry of me is something that the world will never see because they, they see the loving, caring version of me that I'm more gentle with them and that there's a soft place with me because I'll play the dinosaurs with my son. When my daughter was was younger, I, you know, played the Barbie house with her. You know, I there's pictures of me that I, you know, I had really long hair. My hair used to go, like, down to the middle of my back, almost to my waist, and um, my daughter's pictures of my daughter putting barrettes and braids in my hair in the kitchen and, you know, just being a father, you know? And um, I want them to always know that I'm forever going to be here for them. I'm forever going to be a father to them. I will forever do what I can to assist them, to help them, to help bring them along, to further them, you know? But the version the world gets of me is completely different. 
you know, the world gets this mean, arrogant, cocky bastard that don't like nobody, that has zero patience for anybody. And um, yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's funny. You can call people and ask them what their perception of you is. And people will have different answers. But they're talking about the same person, you know. And it's, it's the masks that we wear, the different helmets, the different uniforms we put on depending on the situation we are. You know, you would have people at your job think one way of you and swear that you do this, you do that, and uh-uh. And then you can ask your cousin about you, and your cousin's going to have a different perception of you and explain that you do uh-uh. Then you can talk to your neighbor, and your neighbor's going to be like, oh, yeah, I know, you know, Mr. Johnson. I know the Sanchez family. You know, they uh-uh and whatever, whatever. But and you can ask your children, and they're like, "Yeah, my father." Ah, and you know what? And that's a good example because, like, well, my father. I, you know, I, it's, it's no secret here that me and my father do not have a very good relationship. You know, my father's birthday was December seventeenth, and uh, I called him, text him, "Happy birthday," no response. I haven't heard from him. I can even tell you when. Uh, matter oh matter oh I know who would know but I don't, yeah whatever um yeah there's someone who would know I, I could ask her but she's in the shower anyways um but yeah it's been a minute since I told my father and I hear people all the time describe my father and I've heard people talk about how my father's just this funny guy he's a great guy always there to help his friends and, and people out and he give you the shirt off his back. And he's always an upstanding man. And I, and I hear people talk about him. And for me, it's like, I hear you, but that's not the father I know. The man you're describing, I don't know. The man that I know ran away from his son. The man that I know left his son and his, and his ex-wife in financial ruin and went off to live his life making good money the man that I know has never been a father to his son and even now as as an adult as a man I've made my peace with that and I understand that I'm not going to have the father relationship that I want I would love to have a father I would love to have uh, even now, at, at at the age I am, knocking on, on 40 years old, I would love for my father to call me and be like, yo, we barbecuing, we got some beers, just come on by and, and have a beer with me. And I, 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 I'll never get that. I never will. You know, um, I've accepted it. I've made peace with it. Do I yearn for a father in some relationship? I absolutely do. But I'm not going to get it, not in this lifetime. And I'm, I'm all right with that. I've, I've made my peace. I accept it. 
you know, which is why I strive so hard to be the father I am to my children, to all three of them. And I, yeah, I, 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 I do my best to, I do my best to make sure that my children know that I love them, to make sure that my children know that I will forever be there for them, to make sure that my children know that I am proud of them, that I applaud them, and that I believe, I believe in them, and I want the best for them, and I know they're not going to do everything that I want them to do the way that I want them to do it. I know that they have to make their own mistakes, and I can tell them the stove is hot, the stove is hot, the stove is hot, but they won't know how hot that stove is unless they touch it. And a lot of times we want to prevent our kids from making mistakes and making life harder on themselves, but sometimes that's what they have to do. Sometimes it's what's going to happen. And... I just want to say just just be there for your kids. Be there for them. Let them know that they're loved. Let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you support them. You may not agree with what they're doing, but you support them in the best way that you can so long as they're not causing harm to themselves. You dig? Uh, yeah. I know that the, I'm not trying to be emotional, but it's just it's just a lot on my soul today. It's a lot on my heart. And um Yeah. But I'm here for it, you know. I'm here for it. I appreciate everybody who reaches out. I appreciate those that we check on each other randomly. Um for those of y'all that do know me and for those of y'all that have my number for those of y'all that reach out in dms y'all know i'm not the best at social media responding all the time and y'all know that i don't really be the group chatting kind of person or whatever but you know i'm, I'm, I'm always here if y'all ever need me I'm, I'm always here i'm always here yeah i just i just hope that you guys I hope that you guys show a version of yourself to your family that they know they're loved, that they know that they're supported. You know, um, even with my family, my family doesn't, true, you know, my, my family don't talk to me like that. They don't fuck with me like that, not for real. But I still love my family. I do what I can for them, and I'm always there for them the best way I can be at any given moment. So, yeah, just know that that the brotherhood is strong, and we we here we here for it. I'm here for it. You know, tell the people that you care about you care about them. Tell them the ones that you love you love. Tell them, tell them that, that you love them. Tell them why you love them. It's more than just to be like, 
you know, you're talking to your woman, baby, I love you. Why? Why? Why do you love me? Why? You know, let, let, let her know that. Let her know you see her. Let, let her know you hear her. That. You see her for who she is. You hear, for, you hear her for the mentality she has. You hear her for the laughter and enjoyment she holds. You see her for the sexiness she is. You see her for the intelligence that she possesses. Let her know why you love her. Same thing with your man. Let him know why. Let your know, man. Let your man know why you love him. What is it about him you love? Why why do you love him? You know, I I, I tell you all the time that I don't believe in in unconditional love. There's unconditional love does not exist. That's a lie we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better. You know, when everybody's first reaction is, well, I love my kids unconditionally. No, the fuck you don't. No, you don't. You don't. Now, again, I'm not discounting the quality or the quantity in which you love your kids, but it's not unconditional because you love them the way you love them under the condition that they are your kids. Because you don't love the neighbor's kids that way. You don't love the kids down the street that way. You don't love the kids you see on TV that way because they're not your kids. You love your kids under the condition that they're your kids. So I say that to say that make sure you tell people that you love who you love, that you love them and why you love them. Because I think a lot of times we just use the word love as 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 a guys as just it's it's watered down. We water it down because it's just you so fucking much. I fucking love you. I love you too. What well, the fuck? Why the fuck do you love? Why? For why? For why? You know, I I talk about all the time. Like <clears throat> for me, like like Big Mo. Big Mo, I, I fucking love Big Mo. Big Mo has a kindness, a pureness to his heart that he sees the world with these, I want to say innocent eyes, but, but it's a guy's because Big Mo's not innocent. He's not. You know, I, 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 see, I, see, I see him for the motherfucker he is. I do. I do. I appreciate him for that. You know, Big Mo has never once judged me from from Jump Street when he started when we started uh, talking and fucking around with each other, you know I, he ain't never judged me at all. You know he he's he's seen a lot of the bullshit I be doing, a lot of the ratchet shit I do, and he's like fuck shit, I fucks with you. And I and, and I, I I appreciate him, I fucking love him for that, I do. You know same thing with Kobe, I, and I, <clears throat> I've told Kobe, Kobe bro, if you and I you know the motherfuckers gonna listen to these episodes so I can say this shit then whatever. I, I've told Kobe before. I, Kobe, I I love that man because Kobe has my unwavering, non-faulting, forever strong faith and loyalty. Kobe has never once ever faltered, betrayed, or or, or, or put me out. Never. 
always had my back, always hold me down. I've told him anything, and I've never heard it repeated from no one else ever. In any way, any fashion, any form. And Kobe will forever have my respect and love. I love these two men. Vu, fucking love that man. Voodoo. The best way I can describe me and Voodoo's relationship was there was there was a uh, there's a lady. <clears throat> her name is I'm gonna say there's a person, and her name is Zulinet, and you can you can find her on Instagram at I am Zulinet. Um, but she was listening to us talk one day and. Just her and I kicking on the phone privately after we had a clubhouse meeting or uh, conversation. And she was like, yo, she goes, you know, voodoo is a young, is a, what did she say? Voodoo is a less matured version of you. And I was like, what you mean? And she was like, voodoo is you. You have just been through more. So you matured more than voodoo does. You're older than him. You you you've been through more so you are at a different level but he's you and i sat back and thought about it and i even told voodoo this i told voodoo this we had this conversation before and he was like yeah i could see that and i said i said i said the same thing i'm like yeah bro I said i could see that shit too because it is we're, we're we're like i would say we like a decade of experience apart but we we the same person we the same people we the same man And I think that's that's that was my connection to him. I'm like that's that's why I fucking love that man. But again, these are all conditions. Those are the conditions in which I love these men. You know, the 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 people who I hold dear. My you know whether it's it's my cousin, my aunt, my my lady, whatever. I, I'm gonna love them for them for the reasons I love them, and they're gonna be different every time. But those are my reasons. Oh. Let me get off this podcast. It's been, what, 34 minutes of me trying to stay on topic. I, just got, I got a lot on my mind, y'all. I got a lot on my heart right now. And um, I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah. Um... Let me do, uh, you know what? I'm ill-prepared as far as music goes because I have no idea what the fuck I want to play for y'all or whatever, but I do um, I do want to play something. And I think I know what I want to play. All right, yeah, bear with me, y'all. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I don't want the, uh... What's no, nah, I don't want the, uh, comedy shit. Motherfucker. Uh, I can't find... Oh, I don't know what she did. I was gonna do Angela Johnson and her, uh, Christmas music. 
but I can't find it. Oh, whatever. Okay. Oh, and then did y'all see that shit with the with Tory Lanez and Megan Stan? Oh, anyway, we, we I guess we're gonna talk about that next episode because I know Mo got a whole lot to say about that shit. Um. I'm Googling right now how to, oh, here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the name I'm looking for. Thank you. I couldn't think of her character's name, but it's Bonquiqui. That's who the fuck I was looking for. There we go. All right, y'all. So with that being said, y'all, um, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend about your podcast, favorite podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and listen. Uh, this has been another episode of the I'm Not a Steezy Drunk I Am podcast featuring the Sandwich Crew. This is your Royal Ratchetness, your Reverend Ratchet, your main man's cat. With that being said, y'all, peace. Stay up. Respect. I love y'all. You listening to this podcast, I love you for listening to this podcast. I support it, and I support you. And you have my respect. So with that being said, y'all, we going out. Kobe, this is for you, bro. Uh, my, my version of the Christmas contribution to the Christmas song. So, okay, here we go. This is Bon Quique, Merry Hoodmas.